0: Hello and welcome. Welcome back to All Things Urticaria, your UCARE podcast. My name is Marcus Markus Maura, I'm here at the UCARE, that's the Urticaria Center of Reference and Excellence in Berlin. And uh, today's episode is with Eduardo Susalima, and I'm very happy to have you on board, Eduardo. Thank
1: you very much, Professor Max Maurer. It's my pleasure and honor to be here to talk to you with your great expertise in the treatment of urticaria. Our topic today is a
0: subject I like too much. Very, very good. Actually, I will draw on your expertise because you are a urticariologist, obviously, <laughs> but you like a lot Um, the connection between urticaria and stress. And this topic was brought to us by a listener. Uh, She goes by the name of Marielle. And Marielle says, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Can you please do an episode on the connection between urticaria and stress? And I thought, well, let me ask Eduardo, invite him. And here he is. Eduardo, why don't we start by you telling our uh, listeners where you are right now and uh, what you do? Okay, I am a professor of immunology, monology, the postgraduate
1: course in Faculty of Medical Science and Health Suprema in Juiz de Fora. Uh, it's our healthcare uh, is in Juiz de Fora, so a country series of Minas Gerais and South East Brazil. I lived in Belo Horizonte, a capital of Minas Gerais, and, and Juiz de Fora is around three hours by car from Belo Horizonte. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good. I don't Very
1: know good. if you remember, Professor Max Maurer, uh, uh, it was my... Uh, we, we, we don't remember if you... If we first met in Berlin at the Kellen in 2015, and yeah. then uh, in Munich in 20, 2018. Yeah. And that's the European Academy uh, yeah. of Art and Human Knowledge. So uh, it's my, it was my dream to become your center, and you are very welcome to my idea. In, we worked together to help this to make it. this dream come true in 2020. You and Professor Hannah How audited us.
0: During the COVID-19 pandemic, so thank you very much for this. No, no, thank you, uh, and thank you, and the and the U uh, Care Brazil team. You guys are stars. You no, know? you're leading our efforts not only with the most U Cares per country in the world, but also with all your activities. And of course, everyone is looking forward to coming to Sao Paulo this uh, December for the U Care conference. So that'll be yeah. a lot of fun. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about stress and uh, urticaria, which uh, I checked. We never had an episode, uh, 64 episodes of this podcast, and we never had one that's dedicated entirely to stress. So it is high time. And I want to start by saying, you know, um, urticaria is often, uh, at least in the popular media, pictured like a disease where stress is the cause. Uh, I don't know, Eduardo. Did you ever watch uh, something about Mary, the movie? No, no. No. So <laughs> no. it's there's a move. It's a movie, and uh, there's um there's a character in the movie. Uh, his name is Woogie, and Woogie is played by Chris Elliott. And uh, Woogie always, when he gets stressed, breaks out in hives. You no, know? and that's something that I think is very um widespread the belief that stress causes hives, but I also want to talk to you about the fact that urticaria causes stress uh so it's a it's a feedback know where the disease is stressful for patients, and the stress that they experience makes their disease worse. What do you want to start with, Eduardo? The effects of urticaria uh, on patients and their stress levels, or the effects of stress on urticaria? I see the
1: the stress cause uh, or a trigger uh, of urticaria.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: it, it, it can be both, all right? Chronic disease diseases are known to increase psychological distress, while chronic stress can be a, a trigger. On the clinical practice, uh, it has demonstrated that a significant proportion of patients have a history of a life stressor in the period before on the onset of urticaria signs and symptoms. Yeah. yeah. You know I think it it
0: was corroborated, it has been
1: corroborated by the number of critical
0: trials. I I agree. And that's also what we see in clinical practice, right? I mean, patients, when we ask them, are there any triggers that make it worse? They do say in many cases, well, stress is one of them. Um, Maybe medications is another one, maybe viral infections. But if you think about the top three things that patients uh, tell us uh, about when we ask them what makes your disease worse, then it clearly is stress. I'd say that At least a third of my patients, if not half of them, report stress as an important, uh, trigger of their disease. And you said something interesting. You said that stress, um, uh, um, well, of course, can make Chronic spontaneous urticaria worse, that's one thing, but it can also lead to urticaria in patients who don't have it. Or at least, you know, when we have patients with acute urticaria, we say, is there anything that was different uh, uh, that made it come? And they will uh, sometimes say, well, it was a very stressful time. So um, why is that, Eduardo? What what do you think are the mechanisms? Can we explain that um, in a biological way? Yeah, I, I think that the uh,
1: mast cells, is uh, uh, that's, uh, in urticaria, uh, it's a pathology is central, it's unquestionable. Unquest- yeah. The dermal mast cells are regarded as linked in the neuroimmunian cutaneous acids. Every simulation of these mast cells that leads to cell discranulation is linked uh, to vasodilators and pro-inflammatory effects, and to sensory nerve stimulation. According to stress-related uh, skin response, the wide spectrum of mast cell receptors, with the high affinity to neuropeptides, neurotransmitters, neurochemics, and hormones, are the particular interest. So the, the cortisol demonstrated are important link between these cells and the stress response so there is a possible to crosstalk between thermal master cells and cutaneous nervous fibers as the basic skin neurogenic information in chronic urticaria yeah
0: no absolutely i think that's exactly what's behind all this mast cells are very sensitive as you say to neuropeptides such as substance P and and others that are released from sensory nerves in the skin and can trigger mass cell activation, mass cell degranulation. And look, um, uh, over the past years, I think it was well described that uh, the receptor involved Uh, in this is the mass-related G-protein-coupled receptor X2. Uh, You know, we're still looking to um, handle this guy. Um, What can we do to shut this receptor down and see how patients benefit from it? But I don't know about you, but... I'm I'm convinced that going against neuropeptides, going against their receptor, Master related G protein-coupled yeah. receptor X2, is a valuable approach to the treatment of chronic urticaria. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's uh, important that the, the, the illness itself leads to a worsening of the psychological function of the patients, but we can also be exacerbated by the psychological factors related to emotions and stress. Most, most studies show a correlation between disease severity and psychological factors without yes. indicating if it is an factor or a cause. Yes. So it's remaining greater if this condition predisposes the onset of urticaria
0: or appear during the disease. No that's exactly what I see I think it is a vicious circle no um yes. for those patients who are stress sensitive and see that they have more disease activity in times of stress this is really um yeah a, a source a cause of more stress and and so it keeps uh, it keeps reinforcing itself. And, in, you know, stress is a is a difficult concept or a broad and complex concept. And it's not just bad stress. No, it's not just uh, being under pressure at work or having a difficult family situation. It's also Good stress, no stress, yeah, as yeah. in um, I'm excited about something, or I'm looking forward to something, or um, you know, it's the uh, the change or difference from normal that seems to act via neuropeptides on the skin and the and the mast cells. And you said something very interesting and important, and I want to reinforce that we see. Many patients develop mental health issues. You know, they are stressed, but they also become anxious, they become depressed, very sad uh, they get uh, um, panic attacks and and uh, and all of this has impact on the disease on chronic spontaneous uticaria and on the quality of life so it 's really a package that these patients are dealing with that we have to help them with. And I wonder if, you know, you see many patients with urticaria and uh, um, stress is very common in your patients, as it is in mine. What, What is your angle to explaining it on the one hand, but also helping patients deal with it? Can we use this knowledge of the tight connection between stress and urticaria to provide guidance to our patients? Uh,
1: as you said, it's important man, to, to explain what I mean is what what is stress. Yeah, today I see that uh, psychological stress is always present in our lives, right? You, but you have two kinds of the, the stress. Uh one is positive, man, and we call uh ill stress, man, yeah. This leads the person to professional growth and change his life. And the other one is call it. This stress is negative. Leading yeah. the patients a bad situation, negative suffering, made the progress to depression, and the patients get sick. This is the what's happened in the chronic spontaneous patients. So that's important. All the sometimes the stress is good, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Yeah. It makes life worth living to be excited about things, to look forward to things, but at the same time, this can be then a source of disease affecting stress in our patients, no? And <clears throat> back, but back to my question. if you know, uh, uh, because,
1: Your question is good that I usually ask it. some, I, I realize that this stress is involved. I yeah. usually ask a, a psychologist an um, appointment. To confirm if there is an emotional component involved or not. So I think it's important to have uh, another professional to work with you to explain both sides, the biological side and the emotional
0: side. I think it's good. I agree with you. Um, But I want to share with you something that happens quite a lot. Um, I tell patients that. We know the cause of their disease. No, this is an autoimmune or an autoallergic disease. I tell them that some patients experience triggers and that stress is one of them. And I ask my patients whether for them individually stress plays a role. And then sometimes patients become apprehensive and they say, doctor, please don't tell me that uh, this is because of my stress. No, Um, I think. This is because of their experience with other physicians who blamed the disease on stress and uh, told patients, ah, this is a psychosomatic disease. And um, and they don't want to hear that. And they're right. You know, it's not the stress that makes them have urticaria it's the stress that makes their urticaria worse. And. then I find it sometimes very difficult, although I try just like you to say, well, maybe it's a good idea to talk to a psychologist or a psychiatrist or. And they say, no, 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 And so I wonder if you have the same experience and whether you have a good angle in this situation to provide the professional psychological help that clearly many patients need. Okay, I think,
1: uh, Professor Max Malware, that um, we have a uh, treat the patients as one, treat them well, and we have to control the disease. Yeah. We using all the treatments. So I usually um, ask it some questions for my patients sometimes to prove is it uh, emotional uh, factors is correla- uh, correlated or not. Yeah. So I use ask some questions uh, like this, uh, do you do you sleep when you're sleeping and uh, you eating? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you eat when exercise? Do you eat on the weekend on your traveling mm-hmm. and do you so just some is there any time of the day do you eat more? Sometimes uh, I ask this for them so yeah. I start to prove for them that maybe, yeah, it's, it's important to say, it's maybe yeah. the emotional factor is involved, but we can confirm with another professional, if you uh, combine with me, so I, I ask to go to make an appointment, uh, this professional, and we can work together. Mm. So I, I I'll try to improve your disease. So to control. So you you
0: have to help me to help you. Okay. Very good. I like that. I, I like that a lot, Eduardo. That's a good good advice. Um, and you know what helps sometimes with me is really explaining this um this vicious circle. You know where it's not one thing driving the other. It's really both of them driving each uh, each other. You no, know? and the angle that patients like and accept and i see why um is well let's get help from someone who knows more about this than i do on how we can reduce your stress so that First of all you have less stress but second of all maybe your disease will benefit now we come from two sides i can help you reduce the disease activity but if at the same time with my medication but if at the same time um a psychologist or a psychiatrist can help you get an angle get get a, get a, get a uh, control of the stress side of things then um that's the way to achieve the best results. So maybe this is helpful for some of our patients listening in, or some of the colleagues listening in. It really is an important factor of this disease, both as a result of the disease, but also uh, in many patients as uh, a factor that makes it worse.
1: So, uh, but uh, I I would say that, but once you control the disease, the people come less anxious. Yeah. so i I usually ask them to make exercise yeah, to relax to if if I control the symptoms you can get uh, buried yeah. at night you can sleep well. So if you don't sleep well because you're itching or you're scratching during the night, so the another day is worse than the last yeah. day. So it's important to control. I think exactly. the, the first question: control the symptoms, and then stimulate to press exercise, travel, relaxness, have a social uh, uh, social life, and also uh, or the resume is a quality of their lives. You have yeah. to improve of this the patient. You have to boast that you interested to treat them the patients, not just the exact de- disease or the disease yeah. on the disease. The patient is more important
0: than the disease. Great advice. Eduardo. Thank you very much. We have to see patients. We want to see patients with all um the 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 problems with all their uh, environment. I sometimes call it the greater patient, because um, there are things around patients or people around patients that are part of the experience with the disease, no, the partner the kids the the workers um, the the colleagues uh, it it is something that or archicaria is something that requires a holistic approach to the situation bringing on board all these individual factors, including stress, anxiety, and other mental health issues. Eduardo, I love this. This was really fun. Great to have you on board, but I'm not going to let you go without asking you a final question, and that is, what is the question? What is the most important question we still have when it comes to the connection between um, urticaria and stress. What question would you like to see answered?
1: I, I would like to see that maybe if in the uh, with the clinical trials, we can develop uh, a, a specific biomarkers, if you can measure it, mm. like a uh, substance B or mm. uh, something that you can measure, uh, some interesting, uh, like uh, eight. So, if if you can prove there is a biomarker with the the can put the factory motion is involved in their disease, I think it can prove for the patients that the stress is to be involved.
0: Fantastic. I think this would bring a lot of benefit uh, um, and allow us to provide better guidance to patients. Develop better treatment options for those who are biomarker positive and use them. Thank you very much, Eduardo. Um, uh, very, very, very nice. Uh, molto obrigado.
1: <laughs> I would like to thank you, this great opportunity to stay here today. So I hope yeah. to see you in Brazil, in Sao Paulo uh,
0: at the Gallen meeting. I will see you uh, first week of December, UK care conference in Sao Paulo. I will be there and I think many of our listeners also will not want to miss that chance to learn more about urticaria, including the connection of urticaria and stress. Folks, this is all the time we have today. I will say goodbye to Eduardo Susalima, who was with me today to talk about urticaria and stress. What is the connection? We covered a lot of ground and all of this because one of you out there had the idea to ask us about it. So I want to ask you to provide feedback on this episode, on previous episode, and also on future episodes. What would you like us to cover here in All Things Urticaria? Always looking forward to your suggestions. So please go check out the show notes. Uh, We will put some information there on what we talked about today. Please check out the previous episodes and look forward, together with me, to the next episode of All Things Urticaria. Until then, be well. Bye-bye.